Live from Nashville, Tennessee, this is the Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. If you've been bucked, kicked, stomped, and bit, dumped, burned, coughed, and hit, can't make any sense of it, think you might as well just quit. But your pride down deep inside says there's no place to hide. Better get back on your horse and ride. And don't you dare give up, because your cowgirl I'm your host, Gary Holt, and joining me in Albuquerque, New Mexico, is our co-host, Miss Bobby Bell. Good morning, Miss Bobby. Good morning. Are you um, all wrapped up in a electric blanket, and do you have earmuffs on, Gary? Not now, <laughs> but I was I was bundled up last night. It was cold. It was about eight degrees with a wind chill down here in Nashville, mm-hmm. Tennessee. So how's mm-hmm. the weather in Albuquerque? Oh, we're just in the mid 40s. Going to be a high in the in the like 55 today. Blue sky, you know, uh, and just uh, just a perfect day here in Albuquerque. I do have family in Illinois though, and talk about cold. They've been like negative 24 with a wind chill of negative 40, 
and um, businesses have closed and you know they they have really gotten hit that area with this cold snap <laughs> they have they have in other parts of the country even colder than that if you can believe it but uh anyway we've got a hot show today and things are going to be warming up in Nashville to about 60, almost 70 degrees later on this week. So <laughs> weather is an interesting critter, but we just live with it. But um, we've got a great, great show lined up today. In the second hour of the show, we have Tammy Pate that will be joining us with Art of the Cowgirl. And we'll be talking with Tammy about that event that's going to be taking place down in Phoenix just a little bit later. But who's our first guest today? Uh, we are so delighted. We have Trinity Seeley on the line calling in from Elko. Can't wait to get started with Trinity. Trinity is one of my favorite folks, and so we're looking forward to visiting with her and playing some of her great music from her brand-new CD, Camp to Camp. So we'll be doing that in just a moment, but right now, let's listen to one of the songs from that CD. It's called Get Back On Again and Ride, and when we come back, we'll be talking with Trinity Seeley on the Campfire Cafe. Get back. 
Spire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. If you are just joining us, that was Get Back On Again and Ride by today's guest, Trinity Seeley, from her brand new CD, Camp to Camp. Trinity Seeley grew up in the heart of cow country in British Columbia, inspired at an early age by this rugged sea of jack pine forests and grasslands, She learned to work hard from kitchen to corral on the family's guest ranch. As a teen, Trinity moved to California, and her love affair with the Vaquero Way was born. With humbling honesty and a honey-smooth voice, Trinity sings about loving cowboys and horses and living in the middle of nowhere. Her personal look into the life of a ranch wife gives her a deep perspective and appreciation into a lifestyle that some say is a bygone era. The purity of the songs she writes and sings are a deep-rooted reflection of the ranching lifestyle she lives and loves. I like this quote of Trinity's. I am so thankful for good people, good horses, my wonderful family, and the beautiful country we call home. Here's to more adventures, new songs, and to those of you moving camp to camp. Please welcome to Campfire Cafe, songwriter, performer, rancher, wife, and mother of three buckaroos and a buckarette, Trinity Seeley. Welcome, Trinity. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to, to be able to be on here with you guys today. It's going to be a blast. <laughs> we're, we're excited to have you. We're excited to have you. So things have already kicked off in Elko, haven't they? They have, you know, we're on a, well, things things officially kicked off Monday. They've had some workshops throughout the week, some really fun workshops. I think a lot of people don't know that the first part of the week they've got halter making classes and rawhide braiding and, and leather tooling and cooking classes and dance classes. And there, there's really, there's a lot to do the first part of the week. But today, um, a lot of the show's have started which is fun we've got you know all the artists are in we just finished with a little meet and greet with the rest of the artists and so they're you know they're pretty much family at this point and it's so good to see everybody so good to reconnect and and that's kind of what Elko is you know you're seeing seeing people that have come for the last 35 years and either attended as artists or been here as as uh audiences so good times for folks that are out there listening that have never been to a gathering, what what really happens? I mean, you described a little bit of some of the things that uh, happen the first part of the week, but but what's what's going on at these gatherings like Elko and Alpine and some of these other places? Well, uh, just a little history. So in Elko, what's happening now is the 35th National Cowboy Poetry Gathering. And this started 35 years ago, Waddy Mitchell and, and a handful of other people. I think they said last night there's only five of the, the, the original um, performers that, that are still with us today. But they, you know, they thought they'd pull up a few chairs and, and uh, recite some <laughs> poems that were written while out in cow camp or, or whatnot. And uh, they didn't set up enough chairs apparently because we were going on 35 years and and um so this year you know they're they've done a great just a a fantastic job bringing everybody 
together and not just you know not just the original original folks that were involved 35 years ago but they've got a you know there's a lot of younger performers there's a lot of new performers this year um i played a really special show monday night with Waddy Mitchell, one of the the original founders of Cowboy Poetry, this Cowboy Poetry Gathering, um, right. with Waddy, uh, myself, and then this wonderful young lady, Marina Morai. She's ten years old, and and uh, oh, wow. you know she's caught the bug. So it <laughs> it was it was just a an, a special special show. It was called Anchoring the Tradition, and. Hopefully what what was put across to the audience was, you know, there's so many generational gaps that we find throughout the world these days. And that is not the case in the cowboy and ranching tradition. I mean, you're you're working daily with with your kids and maybe third or even fourth generation, you know, on on different family ranches and yeah. And so, like this show Monday night, to have Wadi, who re- who's representing that older generation, and and me falling in the middle, and then this sweet Marina, it, it was just really special. So, you know, it's a chance for us to share. Like me personally, I get to write from from personal experiences and and the life that we live on the ranch, and and come and share those with an audience that might not have have ever listened to cowboy music before or those that are living it that that can relate so it's it's really special well it is special i've told this before but i'll tell it again since you mentioned wadi and and uh they put a few chairs out for that first gathering i think he told me one time they put out about 200 chairs and then they had to go get another 800 or 1,000 to bring in because they were surprised <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> at the turnout for that thing. But uh, but that's pretty oh, cool. cool. It is cool. Well, I want to play another song from the CD right quick. It's one called In the Open Wide. I love the CD, Trinity. I love everything that you've written. I've got a few favorites, but let's take a listen to In the Open Wide and come back and talk more with Trinity Seeley, who's calling in today from Elko, Nevada, at the National Cowboy Poetry Gathering. Hard and 
from her brand new CD that we are just in love with. And that song is In the Open Wide. So Trinity, um, you have a few more days there at Elko and you've got a pretty full schedule. Why don't you just give us a little rundown? What's happening tonight and tomorrow and Saturday for you? Oh, we've got some fun shows. I'm I'm so excited. So tonight, starting at 6 o'clock, I've got a show with Dave Samey and Ned Ledoux. And Josh Dugat, I think is how you pronounce his last name, um, 6 o'clock in the, in the big convention center here. So that's going to be a fun show. Tomorrow, I've got a, a fun set with Ross Knox and Bridget Reedy, who's also from Montana, at 10 o'clock in the morning. And then tomorrow night, oh, I'm excited about this one. I've got a set with Bryn Hill and Michael Martin Murphy and Yvonne wow. Hollenbeck called Homes on oh, the Range. Wow. And we're all going to gonna talk and sing songs about, you know, the homes that we've had throughout our lives. And, and I've got so many songs that, that I've written as we've moved around the country that, you know, I'm really looking forward to that one. So that's at 8 o'clock tomorrow night. And Saturday, um, everybody's got a chance to have their own their own little session so I've got a I've got one just myself I believe that's at 11 o'clock so just all sorts of fun fun stuff wow wow busy weekend how fun when you um when you leave Elko are you just rejuvenated and already have all kinds of new ideas for for new songs (laughs) or how do you sort of process the experience for yourself (laughs) <laughs> oh, it it takes a while. It really does. It you know it it's such a it is. It's rejuvenating. You are you're inspired to to go home and and write and you know you've kind of been reconnected with so many that are that are speaking the same language, so to speak, and and your audience as well. You're always meeting people, and everybody's got a story that. It just blows you away. So you do. You go home. You're you're inspired. You're also incredibly um, wiped out. <laughs> you're so tired. And, and the, kind of the personal joke of Elko is 
if you can get home without the Elko crud, they call it the Elko crud, everybody <laughs> usually gets sick, <laughs> then you did good. So wow. Jeff, wow. my husband, he's gone home from Elko with pneumonia a couple times. And, oh, no. And, uh, yeah, it's it's funny, but you you do. You go home and, and you know, you, once you're able to process everything, it's it's quite quite an incredible experience. And throughout oh, the year, how, you know, you'll you'll go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. You you know you you'll go home and receive phone calls and emails and communication throughout the rest of the year on this weekend from people that you've met and and stories that they they want to hear about, and so it's neat. It's a it's a neat experience. Did you attend so- any of the? Did you attend any of the workshops? Do you do you find that just as an artist you need to keep staying, you know, like challenged and sort of, you know, your mind lubricated with um, new ways of looking at, at things? Did, did you find oh, workshops sure. at all helpful or do you just not really have time? <laughs> you know, I, I do. I wish that I – so when, when I came out, I got here Sunday, last Sunday, and the reason that I came early was to participate in the, the school programs. Mm-hmm. So not only do we have these shows that, that are, you know, ticketed or, or people can come in through, throughout the day, starting today, but we there's school programs. And so Monday and Tuesday we visited several elementary schools, one middle school, and mm-hmm. just did a little presentation so the kids can experience live music live art we you know we can encourage them to to go home and and you know attempt to write songs or poems and and the kids have an opportunity as well to come and participate in the open mic sets and and it's you know it's it's a neat opportunity for these kids so i have not had a, a chance to attend any workshops because sure, I've, sure. I've been helping out you've with been the working <laughs> i've been working there is well, a gonna... songwriting workshop Oh, go ahead. No, we have a, a writing workshop today with Corb Corb Lund, which I I would love uh-huh. to attend. It's it's happening um, right now. So there are songwriting workshops and poetry workshops, and and definitely yeah. a lot of inspiration. That is that is pretty cool stuff. Well, we want to uh, we want to take a listen to another song from the CD Camp to Camp, and it's one called When They Ride. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about. Trinity's writing process because I don't know how she gets it all in with her touring and with her ranching, but uh, we'll, we'll find out. But let's take a listen to When They Ride and we'll come back and talk more with Trinity in just a moment on today's Campfire Cafe. Thank you. 
Sometimes, yeah, sometimes, and and you know, I'll drive the rest of the ranch crew crazy because you know, when when you get it, you gotta, you do, you gotta stop and write it down. So if it's not my phone, you know, we're we've got a little tally book that we will usually carry too that you can stop and and write little notes down. So mine's not just full of of cow information. <laughs> little music notes as well. Oh so, uh, gosh. You know. Well, it's you've. This is a great CD. You've got twelve songs on there. Eleven of them that you wrote yourself. One is a, a song that we'll get to a little bit later in the show. Um, but you're you're raising three young boys, and by the way, they're just growing like weeds. It's amazing to see how oh, they, they changed are. from the time that you yeah. were first on the show to <laughs> to now. It's, it's yeah. unbelievable. Well, I was yeah. I was thinking about my first trip to the WMA convention in Albuquerque, and Sam was just four months old. I think that's that's probably when Bobby first, when we first mm-hmm. met. I think so. And, I think so. <laughs> and he, you know, he's just this little guy, and now he's home just feeling bad he's not with me still. He's my little roadie, but, yeah, they're growing up, growing up like weeds. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, it's pretty cool to watch. Um I'll just go ahead and mention, if you haven't liked Trinity Seeley on Facebook, please do, because she posts beautiful pictures of being out on the ranch working and uh, and some of the scenes, and and sometimes out walking the dog, and sometimes with the kids, and, <laughs> and, uh, and occasionally a picture of Jeff shows up on there, so that's, that is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Oh, gosh. Well, the title cut to the album is called Camp to Camp. How did this come about? This is a a, a pretty deep song. Um, you know, a few years ago, we'd been moving around. Every couple of years, it seemed like we'd packed up and moved to a different camp. And it, it, the process of that was hard. You know, it wasn't wasn't always easy at all and I'll, I'll never forget we'd we'd moved out to Nebraska and we were supposed to be there just a couple of years and um anyway plans changed and the the ranch we were supposed to get transferred to ended up not not panning out and so they had moved us to a different camp there in the sand hills and uh we were trying to figure out at that time amongst our family if we were going to stay there or not, and and if this is where we were, where we were supposed to be. Well, in the meantime, we had decided to go and look at this job in Montana, mm-hmm. and it was you know it, it was a really big struggle to decide if we should leave this company or not because we'd been been working there for oh I think almost nine years at that time. So Jeff and I pulled out early on a Sunday morning and we're driving through these beautiful sand hills and there's this little old church on the side of the road and Jeff pulls over this little church and he says you know I think we ought to turn around and we can't do this we can't leave right now we just need to turn around we're going to be happy where we're at and um, stay stay where we're at and I said well why don't we say a little prayer so here we are on the side of the road just totally (laughs) undecided on what we're going to do and and we say this little prayer and just felt this confirmation that we needed to, to go look at this job in Montana. And 
that's you know it it's all part of part of the story and i think that everybody has their own story you do you reach that point on the side of the road when you're you're saying okay which way do we go you know so but we've done it we've done it camp to camp hand in hand and and i'm so grateful grateful for our experiences so well let's take a listen to the song this one a whole lot it's called camp to camp it's the title cut from the cd by the same name and let's come back and talk more with miss trinity seeley today on equestrian legacy radio's campfire cafe Take my hand, 
Kennedy Seeley with the title track from her brand new CD, Camp to Camp. You know, Trinity, um, I am not a cowgirl. I, I'm not a rancher. I don't come from that type of a, a wonderful, um, rich background of, of uh, working the landscape, working the land, being around animals. Um, and yet I have this pure love for the West and for all of all of you that sing about your life experiences. And I feel that your music speaks, it speaks clearly to the heart of even the non equestrian or non rancher. Um, this song, and you know, you shared your story about it very personally, but we all have those crossroads in our lives. I can think of many times Jim and I, holding hands and saying a prayer and going, which way do we go? And so right, I think right. somehow, you know, you your lyric and that voice that you have, <laughs> oh, my gosh, you know, oh. it just penetrates our hearts. And I think that it speaks, it can speak to everyone, again, even if you're, you're, not, you're, you're not living the life that you all live. Does that make sense? Well, I it does. I I appreciate that so much, and and I think that that's something that, you know, we sometimes forget, especially right now. This world is so crazy, and you throw politics mm-hmm. and and all sorts of other stuff in there. And I think that there is such a a longing for that connection to the land, and 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 uh, there's just something that that we all need right now, and and it's. Hopefully, it's something that that kind of just draws us all all in. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. well, the first song that we played, um, "Get Back On Again and Ride." I love that refrain. I almost I mean to write it down every time I hear you say, "You know, we're not. What is it? We're not quitter. We're not say that. Re- <laughs> <laughs> we're not quitters. We're not." Or criers or squeaky wheels right. or whiners. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, again, there's a lyric right there that even if the rest of the song in your own life isn't really your life, if that's the way that you feel about what you do and how you, you know, how you determine your steps every day, it's like, oh, that song really, really spoke to me. I was singing, I was saying it out loud to Jim last <laughs> night because he wasn't hearing the words really well. I'm like, listen to this and I was like repeating the lyric as you were singing it you know and he's like oh that's not you know? oh I I love I love that well when Jeff got hurt last year um I took the boys into the hospital to see him and and he's laying in the hospital bed and and as we walk in he has this muscle spasm and he's got nine broken ribs so he just he yells out and he scares my eight-year-old half to death and so my eight-year-old starts bawling and he walks up to the side of the bed and he says, Dad, you need to get a different job. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, <laughs> I thought about that so much. And I hopefully, you know, what we're teaching our boys, life knocks you down, it, it, whether you're, you're a cowboy or not. And, and it's our responsibility to get back on again and ride. And so that, you know, that was kind of. What I was hoping to get across in that song, but I'm I'm so glad you like it. Thank you. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> well, it's it's a great song, and um, you know when when you were talking about that, I think you need to get another job. It reminded me of uh, contrails and cowtrails. 
just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> <Yep>. anyway, <laughs> oh, uh, gosh. this is a great song, and it's one that's called Guitars to Saddles. And um, this kind of sums up your life a little bit, doesn't it? It does, and and it's it's funny that you're going to play that one because I'll I'll tell you what inspired this song. I was here at the National Cowboy Poetry Gathering. I was in a on a discussion panel with Bryn Hill and uh, one of the Honeywell daughters from the Honeywell Ranch in Bridgeport, California, and the session was called "Sitting or Straddling the Fence." Uh, I'll never forget this session. We we talked a lot about how to how to make, you know, how to stay stay busy in the music world but still find that balance at home. And Bren Hill asked me, he says, Trinity, are you a ranch wife, a mother, or are you a performer? And, man, uh-huh. I felt like I got hit with a ton of bricks because I, I'd never really thought that I'd had to choose before, <laughs> you know. <You're> right. <laughs> and I think, but I think that we do. I think that life tells us that okay well we're going to get married and we're going to be you know that that's that's it and and other people think well I'm I'm a mom and and that's it and and when Brent asked me that it without hesitation I said well I'm a wife and a mother and Uh and that's where your priorities land but it kind of sent me into this this midlife crisis of okay well man do I really have to choose I mean can, can I not do everything? And, and so I, I went home and I wrote this song because I do. I have this life of, you know, guitars to saddles, big crowds to cattle. You know, we'll uh-huh. go home from, from Elko here and and I'll put on my wool overalls and pick up a, you know, a hammer. We'll go fix fence. And, and I, we don't have to choose. I think sometimes we think that, that we can't. We can't incorporate as much as, as we do, but um, yeah, that that's life for me in a nutshell is guitars to saddles. So yeah, I asked Gary Roller one time. I said, "Would you rather, if it was a choice between being an artist and a sculptor or performing?" And he said, "Well, I don't have to choose right now." So mm-hmm. I think that was a good answer. That was a good answer. That's a great let's answer. Take, let's take a listen. Yeah, let's take a listen to this song, Guitars to Saddles, from Camp to Camp, and come back and talk more with Trinity on the Campfire Cafe. Just 
side of the Which I think 
is one of you know Tammy's big points. In fact, there's a we've got a couple that come and help us brand in the summer, and she and her husband run a place down by Bozeman. And she was so excited when she found out about this art of the cowgirl. She called me up and she said, I, you know, I haven't I haven't traveled, especially on a plane, in over 20 years. And she said, let's go together. So we're we're going to hop on a plane and, and head to Phoenix and leave our husbands with the cows and kids. And <laughs> so it, it is. It's going to be a great time, a great time. It, well, we're looking forward to finding out more about that in just a little bit. But uh Let's take a listen to one other song from, well, we're going to listen to a couple of songs from the CD, but this one is one called Montana Wind. How did you come to write this one? Well, uh, you know, I think you guys are probably feeling it right now. It was probably (laughs) May. (laughs) May last year. Winter just did not want to quit last year in Montana, and I know several other places, but by May we were getting a little little tired of it and and you know we needed the grass to start growing for for the cows and and uh i just remember stopping we were i was hiking we were shed hunting of all things and and i was hiking and walking through these deep drifts and i was thinking to myself man i'm you know i'm ready for summer i'm ready for green grass and and warm weather and and uh and I thought, I was, you know, just all these things going through my head of all these wonderful things that happen. And, and you know, spring and summer are such a time of renewal. And, right. And you do. It's kind of a, a chance to start over. And, and, you know, you get a new crop of calves and, and just a new chance to, to give it your all again. And, and so we get these Chinooks on the ranch up there. We're in a Chinook zone. And if you're not familiar with those Chinooks, they're... They're a warm wind, and they will come through and, and just melt everything. And, it, you know, when we lived in Wyoming and Nebraska, I just despised the wind. And my attitude mm. changed it a little bit. Now, now when we feel that wind coming, it's like, oh, just bring it on, you know. <laughs> Let's get, get on with it. So that's, that's what uh, okay. I mean. Well, this is a great song. It's called Montana Wind. And when we come back, we'll talk more with Trinity Seeley. Nights fused 
Winter to Leave, that is Montana Wind from the new CD of Trinity Seeley's Camp to Camp. And I know Trinity, as I was listening to this one last night and thinking of my family in Illinois, and I keep looking at the weather app with, you know, what's happening everywhere. And I thought, oh my gosh, this song is so perfect for right now. <laughs> oh, we are. We are. Uh, I, almost, I almost opened the show with this when I thought this was so uh-huh. appropriate. Yeah. We know that folks are going to want to uh, pick up this CD, and if they're new to you, they will want all of your CDs. So where do we send them? Well, they can go to my website, www.trinitysealy.com, or it's also available on, if you're a downloader, you can go to Amazon, iTunes, um, CD Baby. There's, There's quite a few places to pick that up but if it if it comes through the the website you can you can ask for it to be signed and and i can give it a little personal touch so that's always fun. well and when when you're on the website you know you're a wonderful um blogger there's there's lots of other you know there's lots of wonderful reasons to go to trinity seely and that's s-e-e-l-y um, to go to her website, you really get more of um, a feeling for what she loves to write about and sing about. Well, thank you Absolutely. very much. Absolutely. Plus, you want the entire CD. You you don't want to download yeah. just one thing. Yeah. You, want you want the want whole it all. CD. Yeah. And, yeah. And, her, and her to <laughs> sign it for you. So that'd be pretty cool. And her tour schedule will be there as well. So you can follow Trinity there and, uh, and keep up with where she's going to be. And she'll be at the Art of the Cowgirl, February 8th through 10th. But uh, Trinity, you are absolutely fantastic. Uh, so much appreciate you being with us today. And Thank you once for having me. Well, always love talking with you. And, uh, and so glad we caught you at Elko. If you'd been at home, there's no telling what I would have caught you. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried that before. Right. It's like, oh, she's out working cattle. She won't be answering anything for two weeks or something. <laughs> uh, but, uh, anyway, hey, this song is this is the only song you didn't write. This is Someday Soon. Why did you add this to the CD? Well, growing up in Canada, for some reason, Ian Tyson just is, you know, we we would listen to his music skating and peeling logs, building the cabin, and, and he was just such a, a staple, even back then, yeah. of our lives, so um, this this was always one of my very, very favorite songs growing up, and, and I thought it would be fun. I don't do a lot of cover songs, and I thought this would be a, a fun one to throw on there, so uh, we did someday well, soon. Well, I'm glad you did because this is a great version of this. It's been recorded by so many people, but uh, none better than Trinity Seeley. So, Trinity, thank you again for being with us today. Thank you guys so much, and enjoy the rest of your show. All right, thanks. Enjoy the rest of Elka. Comes from down in southern Colorado 
Tennessee. It's time now for Saddle Up America on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. And when we come back, we're going to be talking with our very special guest, Miss Tammy Pate, talking about Art of the Cowgirl. But if you really want to get into the Western spirit and the cowgirl spirit, let's take a listen to this song once again by Miss Trinity Seeley. And I believe this is from her album, Oh Polly Rope. <laughs> Welcome 
Welcome to Saddle Up America on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. And if you're just joining us, that was Trinity Seeley's song, Cowgirl Spirit, from her CD, Old Polly Rope. We are excited to have guest Tammy Pate joining us today on Saddle Up America. Tammy is a well-known and much-loved Montana cowgirl, bootmaker, horsemanship clinician, and yoga instructor. From an early age, she has always loved the ranching life, horses, art, and culture of the West. And as a cowgirl, she knows firsthand that her life is lived surrounded by art and beauty. For many years, Tammy has had a powerful dream to create a gathering to celebrate cowgirls and their contributions to Western lifestyle and culture and to raise funds to support up-and-coming artists to expand their knowledge and skills via fellowships with master artists in their field. Hence, Art of the Cowgirl 2019 was born. With these words, Tammy invites you to attend Art of the Cowgirl February 8th through the 10th at the Corona Ranch in Phoenix, Arizona. I have forever been in love with the West and ranching. Art of the Cowgirl brings together and celebrates all elements of the cowgirl spirit, beauty, grace, grit, authenticity, and kindness. Come join us. Please welcome to Saddle Up America, the founder of Art of the Cowgirl, Tammy Page. Welcome, Tammy. Thank you so much. I'm very, very uh, grateful and proud to be on your show. <laughs> Good to have well, you back. We've been looking forward to this, haven't we? <laughs> we have. We have. I think the last time you were on, Kurt was on with you, and and uh, Jennifer Dennison had joined us. Yes. But uh, yes. yeah, that's been, that's been almost that's been almost two years ago. Oh my gosh! It can't be. <laughs> time, yeah. time goes way too fast. <laughs> it does go too fast. So. Did this dream exist two years ago? Yes, it did, actually. It's uh, been really about five years, five or six years. I started thinking about it and um, planning, and it has evolved, and there are elements that are actually part of Art of the Cowgirl, and then there are elements that I had to kind of give up, because if I had done everything I really wanted to do, it would be about a two-week-long event. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I, I, well, I had to keep reining it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there there is a lot going on, and uh, and we'll talk about that in just a moment. But uh, tell us again, Bobby kind of ran through a little bit, but tell us again about the mission of Art of the Cowgirl and about the, the uh, scholarship program that you have. Yes, so that is the whole Um, reason I'm doing Art of the Cowgirl is to create a fellowship program to send people to learn a Western trade. So, you know, I love, you know, people going to college and, and, you know, business-minded people, but I really think that it's important to to keep our, our trades and skills alive. And particularly in, in our Western world, you know, saddle making, boot making, rawhide braiding, and uh, so this this whole event is all to um, help help fund these fellowships. That's fantastic. Now, now, how will you go about awarding the fellowships? 
So as our fellowships are funded, so our master artists um, who will be presenting at our event um, have agreed to to teach um, the, the fellowships. So, for instance, Nancy Martini is a saddle maker from Idaho, and through private donations, we have already funded her fellowship. So we have awarded um, a young woman from Wyoming uh, that fellowship. And what that entails is we pay Nancy to teach. We um, pay for all of the materials. We pay for all of the travel expenses and living expenses for the recipient. And Tony um, Tease, the young woman who is, um, excuse me, Tony Tolley, who is our recipient, will spend 10 days with Nancy. And at the end of her fellowship, she will have completed a saddle that is hers to take home. And we're sending her home materials to start her next saddle um, for her to go into business. <laughs> wow. 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 That's fabulous. Wow. Yes. So, wow. yes, and I really wanted to um, recognize the women in the industry um, who are already, you know, craftsmen and horsewomen and makers. And so it was very important, um, you know, all of these women who I reached out to with this idea offered to donate their time for the fellowship. Really? Wow. Yes. But I really thought it was important that they're rewarded for their um, excellence and, and their knowledge. And so that was, you know, one of the things that, well, I was very humbled and grateful that they would want to donate that. I, I think it's mm-hmm. very important that they're, you know, compensated for for their their skills. Mm-hmm. That is fantastic. That is fantastic. Now, when we when we and by the way, cowboys can come too. This is not yes. just for cowgirls, right? Okay. And the other thing is, cowboys men can apply for the fellowships. So really? When I yes yes, it's open to men and women. And I and even though this is art of the cowgirl, this is really a celebration of Western culture. So we have. Um, men presenters. Trent Johnson from Greeley Hatworks is one of our master artists, and his story is really interesting. Greeley Hatworks was owned by a woman who mentored him, and then he bought Greeley from her, and so he's going to share that story. And when my board, when we were really talking about our fellowship program, you know, for me, I would not, um, how can I say this? I, I would gift my son everything I would gift my daughter. So I Mm -hmm. I thought it was important. For me, it's not about gender. It's about passion and about carrying on, you know, our our trades and our lifestyle. So I I didn't want it to limit it to just women. But the women um, makers are are teaching the fellowships. Well, that's great. That's great. Now, when when we come to Art of the Cowgirl, um, yes. What will we see? What kind of so artists? So you're going to see all of our master um, artists will be demonstrating their trades. So uh, Amy Raymond, who is our silversmith, will be demonstrating how she um, engraves, how she builds the spurs that she has donated to the art auction. Um, just everything that goes into making First of all, a quality product. So Art of the Cowgirl is really about quality 
and it you know pretty is pretty but if it doesn't fit or if it isn't functional it's mm-hmm. only pretty so mm-hmm. that is and that's kind of the whole basis so the artists will be um presenting their their different trades and then in our horsemanship arena we'll have clinicians um doing horsemanship demonstrations and one of the demonstrations lee smith is our master horsewoman she will be facilitating our colt starting and we have three couples um starting colts so lee and it's a kind of a surprise but i'll share it with you well, we have a young you. woman uh, all the way from australia who is going to be starting a cult with Lee. And then we have um, Riata Branneman and her boyfriend Gabe Clark are starting a cult, and Luke and Kelly Newbert. So we really wanted to show how we work as couples, friends, and families to really give these cults a great start. And that kind of goes back to the foundation of the trade. So, you know, a good saddle starts with a good tree. And a good a good rainer or a good performance horse starts with the foundation of being started as a as a young colt. Those first three or four rides are really some of the most important. It's like a child, you know, their kindergarten and first grade teacher. Those that that really sets you know the stage for how they learn and what they enjoy doing. So so yeah, we're starting off with uh, the colt starting and then. And then the other horsemanship demonstrations will um, be more performance horse. We have Sandy Collier um, talking about the the evolution from the snaffle bit to the hackamore to the bridle horse. Um, we have Sharon Edsel is a woman um, rancher from Montana who's doing cow dog demonstrations. We have Brandy Phillips, a young woman from Wickenburg, Arizona, who is doing trick riding. So she's not wow. only going to um, present her trick riding, but she's going to teach us how she starts these young horses and the trust that she has to develop with them. And um, so it's just going to be amazing. So that's demonstrations. And then we have a trade show, and our trade show is very maker-oriented. So, of course, we have a corporate sponsorship. Wrangler is one of our major sponsors, and Stetson Boots and Montana Silversmith, and so we will have, um, you know, those those things at our trade show, but most of the booths are all, you know, they make handmade products. Yeah, so craftsmen. Yes, craftsmen, and then we're having a women's ranch rodeo, and uh, oh. yes, and we're having a uh, women's horse ranch, uh, excuse me, elite ranch horse sale, so we have 18 horses consigned. Two of them are the colts that are going to be started, and then 16 riding horses, all trained by women. And, Gary, these horses are unbelievable. They are the real deal. They, I mean, these girls ranch. They go out to doctor cattle, and then they can take them to the arena and go down the fence and do a reining pattern and rope. I mean, and they're safe. It's just we are so excited, but it's all to showcase women and their skills and their talents in in our Western industry. That that is going to be a fantastic thing. I don't know if you're <laughs> going to be able to get it all in in three days. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to now be we'll fun. Go two, we'll go back to that two <laughs> weeks deal that you were talking about yes. before. Yes. So, but yeah, so one when, thing when, that I did. 
mention, oh, I'm sorry, is the other, the big thing that's happening on Saturday um, is our art auction. So all of these um, master artists have donated pieces of art. All of our trade show vendors have donated pieces. We've had artists that aren't even coming, sending in, and and 100% of the proceeds from this art auction go to our fellowship program. Tammy, that's fantastic. Yes. That is yeah, fantastic. So, so, so what? How do you start out? What What will you be starting with? I guess so I'm asking on, for a schedule of events, kind of. Yes. Yes. So Friday evening, we're going to start out with a reception, and our trade show opens, and we are actually um, honoring Judy Wagner from Montana Silversmith with Western Horsemen's Women of the West Award, and. Um, I'll give you a little background. Judy Wagner actually was my mentor. (laughs) And before before, uh, Western Horseman even was ever came on board with Art of the Cowgirl, I had decided I wanted to give an award to a woman who really um, mentored, shared, inspired, and lived the cowgirl spirit. And when I started thinking of, of who that would be, Judy Wagner, just, I, I really didn't even think of anyone else. And I was Miss Rodeo Montana in 1987, and Judy taught me everything. She taught me, you know, how to walk, talk, how to dress. Um, she helped me write my speeches. And just before that, she had started a rope company called Gator Ropes. And uh-huh. she really was taking risks and taking chances and and empowering people back then i mean she started gator ropes in her garage and so when i thought about all you know besides my family the women in my family women who have really molded me and been very instrumental in my life judy was one so when i went to western horseman and pitched art of the cowgirl they jumped on it and they said you know we have been trying to do more with our women uh, women of the west um in in the magazine, and this is a perfect fit. So we are giving our first Western Horseman uh, Women of the West Award, and Judy and that Judy's getting that on Friday night. So then we are um, we have a, a cowgirl Calcutta. So we're Calcutta, the the short round of our ranch rodeo, and our f- opening um, first session of colt starting, and that's all Friday evening, and then. Saturday, it's the horsemanship demonstrations, artist demonstrations, um, the trade show, a style show, and a concert. And actually, Trinity Seeley is is going to be um, at our concert as well oh, as that's great. A, yes, a dear friend of mine, uh, Linda Thurston, and the Genuine Cowgirls from Alberta. And so they're going to be playing together. And then Sunday we have more. Uh, uh, horsemanship clinician demonstrations, artist demonstrations, and then we have our horse sale on on uh, Sunday. So lots, lots going on. <laughs> Man, I tell you what, that that is going to be a packed uh, three day event that's happening yes, in is. Phoenix. So. Yeah. So um, now, is is Adrian going to be performing? You know, unfortunately, I just got a message from Adrian. Um, that she isn't well, and she's um, 
Yes, and she's not going to be there, and I I can't really share a lot, um, but just, you know, we all need to be sending Adrienne some healing prayers and energy right now. So she got some news, and I think they're dealing with it, and uh, so she, she isn't going to be there. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. We thank a lot of Adrian, and uh, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, um, we're going to take a break and play a song that she did, one of my favorite songs of hers, and it's one called Hands, and I think it is very appropriate for Art of the Cowgirl. So let's take a listen to that and then come back and talk more with Tammy Pate, the founder of Art of the Cowgirl, when we return on Saddle of America. Like a man, my hands are made to be 
She'll be missed at Art of the Cowgirl, so we wish her the best. And um, But anyway, Tammy, I wanted to come back and visit. Now, this is a little off track. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so how did you get involved in yoga? So do you want me to be totally honest? I do. <laughs> I have that question, too. So yeah. it, it, was, it was sheer vanity. <laughs> I I really wanted I've always been very interested in physical fitness but I really wanted to look like the yogis on the front of the yoga magazines and be <laughs> able to, you know to do all those poses and it's really funny as I've thought about it um afterwards that um first of all I discovered what yoga really is, and it's not just—it's not about the pose. It's a way of being and and being conscious and 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 training ourselves to manage emotions and and really be balanced and centered, which is actually everything that horsemanship is. Right. And then I got I got to thinking how how we are. And that we refer to the outer world so much. So, you know, for me, I wanted to look like this person on the yoga magazine cover. But in in our Western world, in our horsemanship, so many of us look at, you know, the cover of Western Horsemen and and want to be that. And and what I have found through my yoga and horsemanship practice is, is that we all bring you know, we can learn and, and we can aspire to the great people around us, but it really is our own journey. And so I started practicing yoga um, and discovered, you know, what it really was. And I thought, this is, the, this is horsemanship. Everything is exactly the same. So the word yoga means to yoke or unite the mental, physical, and spiritual states of being. And I thought to myself, well, when I ride my horse, what am I doing? I'm trying to to yoke or become one with him. And to do that, I need to be relaxed. I need to know where my own body is. I need to manage my own emotions so I can support him. So to, it, it's just the same. And I, I fell in love. And at that time, my husband um, was kind of transitioning out of the horse clinician world and doing mostly um, cattle handling demonstrations. And mm-hmm. so he was quit doing clinics, and which was our livelihood for many, many years. And I said, oh, no, you can't quit. I love, I love people. I love doing this. And he said, well, you go do it. <laughs> so <laughs> I said, oh, well, I didn't think about that. So <laughs> I started. I called the home ranch um, in Clark, Colorado, where Kurt had been doing some uh, clinics and retreats, and I pitched this idea. Johnny Fisher was the manager at the time, and I said, you know, I think we could do this. And he said, let's do it. 
And I think that those first years, we probably gave quite a few retreats away to just try to get people to come and uh, understand what it is. And now they fill up so fast, we have to turn people away. So it's just, I love it. Well, it's great, and 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 you can relate to yoga and horsemanship and being in control, and and uh, uh, so uh, another friend of ours, Janice Baxter, I think, does quite a few yes. of the treats with you, doesn't she? Yes, yes, and Janice, she she is my yogi, and we conjured this up together. Um, I had actually started doing yoga. Uh, when my son Ryle was playing basketball and I had to do something. We lived way out of town, so when I came to town, I needed something to do. But at that same time, I was going to Hawaii um, working for a friend of ours and riding her horses, and Janice and Nancy were best friends. So I would go practice yoga with Janice, and she would ride with me, and we were, were like, we should do this. And so, yeah, so Janice was at the very first yoga and horsemanship retreat at the home ranch. That is great. Yeah, we've not looked back since. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I tell you, yoga is so good for so many things. I have a brother that has Parkinson's, Mm -hmm. and uh, either he's doing yoga one day, or he's working with weights the next day. And his Parkinson's has been going on for about 16 years, 17 years now. And he is doing so well. And uh, and his doctors attribute the fact that he practices yoga and works with weights, and he keeps moving. Isn't and that so, great? Oh, it's absolutely fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. But, yes. Uh, all right. All right. Now, so how did the how how did making boots come to be? So that mm-hmm. happened um, kind of on accident as well. Um, so my grandmother and my mom taught me how to sew, and I was in 4-H, and you know, and and my grandma taught me how to paint. So I've been always been artistic, and. When Kurt and I got married, we were working at Seben Ranch. So actually, you just had Trinity on. She works at mm-hmm. Seben Livestock. We worked at so the the Henry Seben had two daughters, um, and one married a Hibbard and one married a Bacchus. And so there was Seben Livestock and Seben Ranch, and we worked at, at Seben Ranch. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. <laughs> but yeah. we, I was redoing. Remember the old wagon wheel furniture. Oh, yeah. The Naga. Okay, so mm-hmm. I had a girlfriend, and she and I were redoing. We were going around and finding this furniture and reupholstering it, and I was doing appliques on the back. And I had a little sewing business that I designed jean jackets and did cowboy and Southwest appliques and went to the NFR every year to sell my jackets. Wow. Well, my sewing machine died, and I went into the local um, boot shop in Helena, Mike Ryan's boot shop, and he graciously let me borrow his sewing machine because I was getting ready for a show with this um, furniture. And uh-huh. after about a week of sewing in there, he said, um, Tammy, I'm about four years behind in my boot orders. He said, how would you like to learn to build boots? Wow. And I, yeah, and he said, <laughs> you can sew. And it was because I could sew. And mm-hmm. so I said, well, at the time, my children were tiny, and I said, you know, I'm not working out, outside the home. Um, so I went home, and I talked to Kurt, and 
it was, it was very important to us that I stayed at home when my kids were small. So mm-hmm. I worked two and a half days a week for Mike, and I built the first pair of boots for Kurt um, to practice, to learn. I started building myself a pair, and while I was building those, the, the next pair was for a client. And so, wow. yeah, and, and I have to say, you know, Mike was an excellent teacher, and and we have this saying, or my husband and I really feel like, and this is, you know, a lot of people think this, that you're never really lucky because if opportunity arrives or, you know, presents itself and you aren't prepared to, to take advantage of it, it's not luck. So I was fortunate that Mike presented this opportunity, but I was, I was prepared because mm-hmm. I already had a skill. So that kind of, you know, has, I mean, it's just been such a gift that, um, that I could do that. And, you know, we were broke. We were, we were poor ranch kids. We were, at that time, we were working for $1,200 a month on Seban Ranch. And, you know, but we thought we were living the life because we had our house provided and Kurt was riding outside colts. So, and we got to run 25 head of our own cows. So, and then wow. I started building boots. So we were like, we thought we had, we were, we were ruling the world, boy. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so that, it was fun. <laughs> that is, that is so interesting. It's, it's amazing um, when opportunity presents itself that you'd be prepared to take advantage of it. Yeah. And, and yeah. don't you think, don't you think sometimes you just never I mean you never know like I even think about Kurt's career back when we got married you know Ray Hunt was and Monty Foreman were doing clinics but you we we didn't know you could be a horsemanship clinician and travel the world and and Get paid for have it. it as a career I mean a clinician yeah. was <laughs> a career so it's just really, I think people need to be open and you just, as long as you're passionate about what you're interested in and you learn as much as you can, I think you never know what opportunities are going to present it. And if you're, and if you're willing, open to maybe go down a road that you didn't plan on going down, who knows what can happen. Yeah. I think being open is just so important. Like you say, it's sort of having radar out and, um, and other people may pick up on it. You don't even know, but they they see something about you or your skill or your attitude, and they and they have an opportunity that, like the your boot the boot maker, like you know, they have an opportunity. You didn't you didn't seek it, um, yeah. But they they were looking, um, yes. and they maybe don't even know they're looking, but suddenly exactly. you know, <laughs> like yes. oh, and I, I, I am a firm firm you believer that like. <laughs> yes, and I, I really truly believe that like energy attracts like energy, and mm-hmm. that our prayers are answered, you know, if we just put it out there. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm amazed that you had this dream for Art of the Cowgirl, and only really a handful of years ago, and you must have moved fairly quickly. I mean, you've, you've created a nonprofit. You talked about you have a board, so I assume you're a nonprofit. You've gone through a lot of um, back work um, to put it well, on before 
before this first one. This is the inaugural one, correct? Yes, yes. And yes. and I wouldn't listen to anyone. You know, I thought <laughs> I had a lot of time. So last year, last January, I, I told my husband, I said, Kurt, if I'm going to do this, I've got to do it. I've been talking about it. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of fear, you know, financial failure, like just failure. What if nobody comes? I mean, all of these things that that I'm not a fear-based person. So I just, you know, was talking to him and I said, if I'm going to do it, I've, I'm, I've got to do it. So I flew down to Phoenix, found the venue and started. And um, everyone said, oh, you should do it, you know, later or in 2020, give yourself a lot of time. I was like, oh, no, I have a lot of time. And it's next <laughs> week. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready. The event has been only about a year, and yes. is, is that including um, even getting finding the corporate sponsorship and the other support? I yes. mean, all all of that has been with just within yes. the year. Well, but, but here again, so I have to say, um, every every corporate sponsor that I presented, Kurt and I for twenty five years um, have been in this industry and have worked with these companies and yes and so they believed in me and I mean I'll start crying because I'm really (laughs) overwhelmed at at the support from the industry that and but it puts a lot of pressure on me too because I have all these people that believe in me and believe in the event and what it stands for and so, you know, we we have to just Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm oh, nervous. It'll be Oh, it it just it just has to happen. It you have all the ingredients there. You just yes. you know, you just have to you just have to open it all up on Friday and it'll just uh, go like clockwork. Well, and I I have you know, to tell you. It's gonna be in the, in the few things that maybe would be a little bit of a challenge will probably be the things that will have the most meaning and that you'll laugh at that, you know, that'll be the things you'll remember from the first one. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, I have to tell you before, well, it's about the 1st of December and I'm, I'm a pretty emotional person. I, I, you know, I'm, I am just emotional. So my daughter Mesa called and I was just in tears and she listened, and she let me rant and rave. And I was like, what have I done? I, I just, you know, I'm overwhelmed, <laughs> and I'm just crying. And, and she listened and said anything, and I kind of got done. And she said, Mom, you're innered. <laughs> she said, get over it. You can't. There's nothing you can do about it. You just have to go forward. And we have a yeah. saying in in the ranching world or the cowboy world is never say whoa in a bog hole so like when you're yeah. when you're going across <laughs> a bog the last thing you want to do is stop your horse so you just got to yeah. kick on and go forward <laughs> well like I, I know this is going to be a fantastic <laughs> event you've had uh so many people over 25 years that you have influenced and and uh made an impression on and you have so many people that are going to be coming and supporting this you already have and uh so it's going to be absolutely a fantastic event and again that's coming up february the 8th through the 10th at the corona ranch and rodeo grounds in phoenix arizona i'm glad you picked a warm spot 
Yes, Thank me you. too. And it's beautiful. I, I'm here in Wickenburg right now getting ready for it. So I've been here for three weeks. So it's a great place to spend, uh, spend a The month. winter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, especially the last few days. But, uh, yeah. So give us, give us, first of all, your personal website. Give us your website. Okay, it's, it's just TammyPate.com. Okay. Which, if I have, uh, if I have, um, <laughs> if it's very current, but that's okay. I <laughs> guess. <laughs> uh, so, if people want to come and and participate in horsemanship and yoga, they'll find the schedule there. Yes. Yep. TammyPate.com, and then right. Art of the Art of the Cowgirl is just ArtoftheCowgirl.com. All right, so that's very simple. And tickets are still available, right? Yes, sir. Yep, they are. All right, so they can get tickets there. And uh, uh, if they're talking about you in Elko, planning on heading away. Yeah, fantastic. (laughs) So, So do you have any idea of what kind of a turnout you can expect for this first one? So the venue holds about 2,800 people. The Lienzo, um, I didn't even talk about Corona Ranch. It's this gorgeous facility. And when I when I was looking, I came down and my dad and I drove all over this country. And I wanted something that really had an artistic feel. And so many of the venues were, you know, very functional, but they didn't have that that feel, that art, that what I wanted. And we walked into Corona Ranch, and it's Spanish architecture, the arena is around Lienzo. Um, it's all adobe. Uh, there's a courtyard, green grass. Um, wow. It's just absolutely, I mean, I just fell in love. The moment I walked in, it was absolutely perfect. And it was big enough to have a wonderful um, public event, but not so big that, you know, it felt overwhelming. So mm-hmm. it's just, I, I'm so excited about the venue. It's just perfect. Well, it's going to be a great place to be the second week of February. And uh, and if you attend, you can always go back and say 10 years from now that you were there for the very first one. So yes. <laughs> that, would be, that would be a pretty cool deal. That would be a pretty yes, cool deal. Yes, it would. Well, Tammy, you have been fantastic again to have on the show. And, uh, yeah, so thanks for sharing uh, information about Art of the Cowgirl, and thanks for sharing a little more information about Tammy Pate as well. Well, hey, I think next year you need to be live at Art of the Cowgirl doing (laughs) that. That sounds like an idea. That sounds like an idea. We'd have have fun doing that. that yeah, I'm I'm for that. <laughs> Good. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, you've Wonder. been great. And again, it's Art of the Cowgirl, February the 8th through the 10th. And you can just find out all that you'd like to know about that by visiting artofthecowgirl.com. It's in Phoenix, Arizona, a great place to be during this cold weather. And we've got more of that coming in February. So plan on being in Phoenix. We'll have to plan on being there next year, Tammy. Absolutely. I'll hold you to it. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, thank you so much. You've been a wonderful guest and appreciate you taking the time because I know you've got tons to do to get ready for this. So thanks for taking oh. the time to be with us today. Thank you. 
All right. And Tammy Pate, Art of the Cowgirl. Uh, you want to plan on being there if you can and spend some warm days enjoying the Art of the Cowgirl and all that she's got lined up. Man, it sounds like a great event, Bobby. Oh, it sure does. It sure does. Yeah. I can't believe yeah. she put it together in a year. Wow. <laughs> well, I meant to ask her. I didn't get to, but uh, she's kind of like Trinity. How do you juggle all the things that you're doing and put on an event like this at the same time? So pretty amazing people. A lot of fun mm-hmm. today with Trinity Seeley. Always love having her on the show, and it was great to visit with Tammy. And uh, we're going to kind of wrap things up. Do you have any closing thoughts today? I do. Um, the first one, I just have two quick ones. Theater Roosevelt. Believe you can, and you're halfway there. And from Henry David Thoreau, if one advances confidently in the direction of his dreams and endeavors to live the life which he has imagined, he will meet with a success unexpected in common hours. Great, great closing thoughts. I believe that that these women that have been on the show today follow that first one right down the line yeah absolutely yeah (laughs) i want to kind of plug the show that you're doing solo and that is the out west hour so that's taking place in placida new mexico so how can people find that sure um if you are um it streams online live it's not available as a podcast at this point but if uh if you're available at your at your um, tablet or smartphone or computer or laptop where you can stream, it's every Saturday from 4 to 5 p.m. Mountain Time. It's in New Mexico. And you just go to the website for this wonderful uh, nonprofit uh, local community radio station, which is www.kupr.org. And the Out West Hour will just come right on up, and and I invite you to join, invite you to join me as we travel through the West and experience uh, the heart of Western music. All right, kupr.org, and uh, you can listen to Bobby giggle a little bit more as she does on this show. We always love her <laughs> giggles; <laughs> so much fun. But uh, anyway, we want to thank you for listening today. We've got a great show next week. Uh, Mr. Clint Bradley will be joining yes. us with his new CD, and uh, he'll be calling in from the United Kingdom. So yes. not only do we have a worldwide audience, but our guests are from all over the globe as well. So we invite you to join us next Thursday, starting at noon Central Standard Time for the Campfire Cafe, and then followed up by Saddle Up America. And we want to remind you, as we always do, if you climb in the saddle to get ready for the ride on Equestrian Legacy Radio, and you can find us at EquestrianLegacyRadio.net, visit visit us on Facebook as well, Equestrian Legacy Radio, and like us if you'd like to. We remind you that the shows are always archived in our podcast, so if you missed part of the show and you'd like to go back and listen again, You can do that as well on our website at equestrianlegacy.net. We're going to close out the show today with a great song from our good friend, Miss Mary Kay. 
and it's one called Horse Lover. Thanks for listening. Grass ain't six bucks a bale now, back feet is up again. The beans and ramen noodles are the same. The shoe is wanting cash now, and grass is getting thin. But the pasture's starting back now from that rain. Payments aren't too bad on my fancy two-horse land. Sure it's dandy hobbing to the trail. I'm living in a single wire to afford the things I can. Just found another vet bill in the mail. I'm pulling on to the end of my road. As long as I've got horses, I've got horses. I've got one of those hearts that don't beat to a drummer. It just gallops along because I'm a horse lover.
No one plans on getting sick. Don't let a cough, cold, or flu keep you down. Ascension St. Thomas Urgent Care is close by to help you feel better, faster. Ascension St. Thomas Urgent Care provides health care on demand, seven days a week. Just walk in, use Hold My Spot online, or reserve a virtual visit. For cold, flu, and other urgent and family care needs, visit one of Ascension St. Thomas Urgent Care's 17 locations in Middle Tennessee. Learn more at asturgentcare.com. Selling your car to Carvana is as easy as... As easy as pie? Sure. All you have to do is enter your license plate or VIN. As easy as a stroll in the park. Okay. Then just answer a few questions and you'll get a real offer in seconds. As easy as singing. Why not? Schedule a pickup or drop-off and Carvana will pay you that amount right on the spot. As easy as playing guitar. Actually, I find that kind of difficult. But selling your car to Carvana is as easy as... Can be. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get an instant offer today.